0: to another episode of My jig and I. Hello, Denise. Hello, Anita. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in again. In today's episode, we will be talking about the 15 non-for-profit organizations that were suggested by fans that Harry and Meghan's Instagram account wanted to shine a light on. People nominated these 15 um, non-for-profit organization and Harry and Meghan They're using their platform, their Instagram platform, to shine a light on those 15 organizations. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about five of these organizations. They are Free Wheelchair Mission, Waves for Change, Because, Luminary Bakery, Tiny Tickers, and Global Wellness Day. So we're just going to focus on these five. Then eventually we will shine a light on the others as time goes by. So Denise, do you want to tell us about Free Wheelchair Mission? Yeah, Free
1: Wheelchair Mission, I think is really an excellent cause. Um, this mission, it was founded by Dr. Scandoffer. Um Years ago, he founded this mission um, to help people that were not mobile. He started this up in California, and I think now um, part of the head, uh, well, the headquarters is in California, and he's got a satellite, satellite office in Houston, Texas. And so this wheelchair mission distributes wheelchairs to people all over the world as Africa, um, the Caribbean, Japan, just wherever people need a wheelchair, they're able to get wheelchairs from that that have been donated by listeners or by their supporters. They're able to send the wheelchairs into these countries. Oftentimes these wheelchairs are not put together. They disassemble them. And so what they do, they also provide a kit so that when the, the wheelchair is shipped and received then they have a set of instructions on how to put these wheelchairs back together again um and the wheelchairs are not just for older people but young people um middle-aged people in like i said in all different countries, from right here in America, all the way to Africa, Europe, everywhere. So it's uh, it's it's actually a really wonderful thing because in some of the testimonial that I've read, people are now saying how independent they are now that they're able to to get around in these wheelchairs, and um, it was wonderful to see Megan and. Prince Harry highlight this charity in among the 15 that they selected for the month of August. It was really wonderful because oftentimes we don't even think about the people in our society that need a wheelchair and how once someone have lost the the, the use of their legs, how much of their independence is taken away because of that. And so now with these free shares, because real shares, I don't know if you've anyone is out there listening have ever gone out there and tried to price a wheelchair. Wheelchairs are quite expensive. And so to know that just by asking if you can afford a wheelchair, this organization will actually provide you with one free of cost, even paying the shipment to ship it to wherever you are. I think that's a pretty awesome thing. And so I would say, you know, for people that if you would like to know more about the organization um you can go to their website it's called FreeWheelchairMission.org, org and that's f-r-e-e-w-h-e-e-l-c-h-a-i-r mission m-i-s-s-i-o-n dot org and there you will be able to see a lot of the testimonials and you will also be able to see what countries they will ship the wheelchairs to and if you know of someone that's in need of one of them, then you can request it. And if you don't need one, but you would like to donate money so that they can continue to, to, to buy or refurbish the ones they have, then they also accept donation. And so... I will, due to our time constraint, I will um, just ask listeners to go out and check out the website and um, donate if you can or if you have a wheelchair that you want to give. I'm sure they'll also welcome
0: that too. Awesome, you know, because um, the World Health Organization said 75 million people um, throughout the world in need of a wheelchair. So far, this organization, Free Wheelchair Mission, has given out a million wheelchair to a million people in 93 um, different countries. And their goal is by 2025 to give another million. So that's a fabulous organization and they definitely deserve a light being shine on them and it's free oh my goodness Uh so denise thank you for that um now we have uh, my son eli and um he's going to talk about waves for change and um, i feel like this is fitting for him because he's a young person and who is better to talk about this type of things than a young person so eli do you want to tell us about
2: Waves for Change? Yes, I'd love to. Hey, everyone. Hey, listeners. My name is Eli. Uh, I'm not a regular visitor on here, but um, I'll make this pretty brief. So I'm here to talk to you guys today about Waves for Change. Um, Waves for Change is a wellness wellness club that focuses on bettering people's mental conditions. Um, They cater to individuals who are highly impacted by stress, and um, they aim to Via extracurricular activities, kind of help with their mental conditions and help them reduce their stress. It was founded by an individual by the name of Ten Conover and uh, who spent some time in South Africa after graduating from university in UK. So Waste for Change is based in South South Africa. Um, so he started a surfing club in 2009 in a township with a very complicated name. I'm about to try. I'm about to attempt it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Masafumelele. I hope that I hope that didn't offend anyone. Mm-hmm. Um. The club gradually expanded, and um, with time, the people started getting closer and closer, and they started sharing their stories and challenges. Um, so gradually, the club gained more and more traction, and um, as was expected, as it gained more and more traction and more South African people got involved, um, it turned from just a, a club for surfing into a place where people were sharing their stories and challenges and etc cetera, et cetera, So... It gained more and more traction, more and more traction, and then these stories started turning into people sharing their, um, like the stories typically where people sharing um, things that emotionally and psychologically stressed them out. So this stress that they would express that they uh, were dealing with often manifested itself in the form of high-risk behavior. So um, high-risk behavior, some of the youth were... uh, Illegal legal thing. some of them were wrestling with their health, mental health issues and consequently like they just didn't have an outlet to express it and that's what this club became for them um so after the participants in the club would surf they would report to tim that um they felt better afterwards so um where stress existed prior they started to talk about how they felt more they felt stronger they felt more feelings of belonging they felt more confident and um, things like this are key pillars of well-being. So Tim, seeing that the club was actually seeing that this extracurricular activity was actually impacting them positively, decided to turn it into a movement. And um, with more development, this club, which this club developed something called Surf Therapy. Uh, so Basically using surfing as an outlet for stress. And they contoured the program such that it would operate in high-risk areas in South Africa and Africa as a whole. So in quintessence, ways for change works in communities affected by violence, poverty, and conflict. And places where mental health services don't receive the aid that they need to help others. Um, Something like this is really crucial, really really necessary in this day and age. We're in an age where um, we're starting to become more aware of the human condition and the human psyche. And um, mental health is something that's not been discussed enough, especially within communities of color. Um, it's actually a taboo within communities, communities of color. So to see something like this take the traction that it's taken in South Africa is is really cool. It's really good. And um, as as a young person who occasionally, like, has bouts of um, like, uh, has bouts of confidence issues, you know, uh, something like this is really inspiring. And I really hope that this movement can kind of become more of a global thing.
0: Can you tell us the website that people can go and donate to?
2: So, the name of the website is wavesforchange.org. Waves for change. Or if, uh, if you have a search engine, just search Waves for Change it's with the extra tags of uh, South Africa, and you should be able to be directed to the website. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and just to add one more thing Waves for Change also. Um, they're also supported by a partner foundation in the USA for the American listeners and the UK. And um, they said that it's also tax deductible. I'm guessing your donations will be tax deductible.
0: Thank you, Denise. The next organization that we're featuring is because because it's a non-for-profit organization and it was founded... In 2018, and basically, their goal is to reestablish the bee population in urban areas. As we know, um, there's been a big decline in the bee population, and um, bees are very important in pollinating flowers. So, what this organization is doing is trying to raise the bee population throughout the urban areas and um as you know if you don't have this type of pollination and people may ask what is this pollination what is this all about well what happens with pollination is that when bees go to flowers what do they do they transport the pollen from one flower to the next flower. they take it from the male flower to the female flower. Once it gets to the female flower, that pollen goes down into the... Well, when you think about it, in the female flower, you're talking about the uterus. So what happens is that it fertilizes the seed. If we do not have bees to fertilize those those flowers, what happens is that we end up with not having seeds to grow for the next season. So if there's very little seeds, then the um, farmers have to... Um, pass on the expense to the consumers so what you will see is that their things in the supermarket becomes more expensive so what this non-for-profit organization is doing is sort of revitalizing the bee population by providing kits for people in urban areas to sort of foster the bee population so it's very simple what you do you go to the website and you fill out this form once the form is filled out um they sort of assess your application once they determine that um you fit the criteria then what do they do They come out and they bring the bee. All you have to do is just to host the bee and they pretty much do all the work. So just to bring back those bees because I know for myself with my garden, I try to plant a lot of flowers that have colors in them to attract the bees because if the bees don't um, come and um, pollinate the, the, the female plants, what happens next year is that I do not have a beautiful garden And if we do not have a beautiful garden, then we do not have bees because bees need the the pollen and the nectar and what have you in the beautiful flowers. And that is also causing the population to decline as well because they do not have the food because um, we do not have the, the seeds that they need to make those beautiful flowers. So it's just a whole lot of things that's involved in that. So this organization is beautiful. I like it because what we're doing is bringing back the bees to fertilize those flowers so that we can have beautiful flowers. And then if you want to grow a vegetable garden in your yard, you need bees to pollinate these plants. If they're not pollinated, you're not going to see any fruits or any vegetables growing. You'll just have a tree that's a dud. And I've seen it many times in my garden where I planted this tree. It's growing, it's thriving, but it's not making any um, fruits or vegetables. So this is a nice organization and um, you just have to fill out the form and be a foster and they'll do the rest. And um, the organization um, website, it's www.because.com and that B is B-E-E, cause. So go there, fill out the form and host a hive so that you can have beautiful, Flowers and the fruits and vegetables that you're trying to grow in your garden, they can flourish. Okay, and so I guess the next one that
1: we're covering is uh, the Static One Square Space, which is also a luminary bakery. And uh, this bakery was started back in 2014 to help women that are homeless women that were at risk of sexual exploitation and they were getting up in all kinds of things like crimes and drugs and all of that some of them were actually victims of domestic abuse and violence and they just needed to leave home for whatever the reason might be and get a fresh start so this center was started to give these women a skill so that they could go back out there and provide a life for themselves a life where they could just totally be on their own and be empowered so luminary bakery does this they 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 give the support that they need and they also teach them the skill of baking so that they have a new career and thus giving them a new chance of um, starting a new life. From the report, it says that uh, so far, I think 66 women have actually gotten through the training and they've also started uh, new careers as bakers. What the company has also done or what the center has done, they've also created a company where women can actually get employment after they've gone through the training program and they've developed the skills that's needed and not only are they getting the training but they're also getting the mental support that they need as a survivor of whatever trauma that they may have uh, gone through from homelessness or whether being a victim of whether um sexual abuse or just you know domestic violence so it's it's all it's a wonderful thing again because we know the Sussexes are all about empowering women and giving them a second chance at life. And this is exactly what this company, Static One Squarespace, otherwise known as the Luminary Bakery, is doing. And what was interesting, this the Sussexes highlighted this as a among the fifteen of the charities um that fans fans suggested and this um this bakery they actually have a bakery in london somewhere in northeast london they have a bakery and this bakery sells all kinds of things coffee cake cakes sourdough loaves and all kinds of good things they sell and um, for Duchess Megan's birthday they actually baked her a birthday cake mm-hmm. they baked pretty. her a carrot cake for her birthday and decorated it beautifully so it, it was delivered to her and I think this was really an awesome way to say, to thank her and to let her know that they really care and they really appreciate and appreciate that she highlighted them and so I've I've heard that since the light has um shown on them, they have been flooded with people coming in and out okay. ordering cakes and ordering all kinds of things. Um, all kinds of pastry for uh, for this you know, for this cause. So I I think it's wonderful and um, again for people that would like to support the organization, they're bakery is static1.squarespace.com and i'm sure they'll be they you know they accept all kinds of donations and again in supporting this you're also supporting an empowering woman that would not normally have a chance a second chance at life and you're helping to teach these women new skills to provide and sustain themselves so i hope everyone will go on the website check it out and if you're in london i hope you will try to make your way over to northeast london and um go and just buy something from this from this bakery because you know from the website everything looks absolutely delicious Mm -hmm. so yeah thanks to the Duchess, Duke and Duchess of Sussex, for getting these grassroots startup that's empowering and helping people and um, giving them a chance, making us all aware of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's wonderful.
0: So our next um, organization that we're shining a light on is Tiny Tickers. So what is Tiny Tickers? So Tiny Tickers is a non-for-profit organization um, in the UK and it educates parents and healthcare providers in recognizing the signs of congenital heart defects and um, early detection of heart conditions in pregnant women particularly at the 20-week checkup when the heart is clear enough to see by um, the people who take the sonograms. And um, they believe that it's important to monitor those conditions because a 1,000 newborns will leave the hospital without their parents knowing that their beautiful bundle of joy that they've taken home um, has had an undetected, um, heart condition. So they're really driven to make sure that pregnant women, they're informed about that 20-week checkup in terms of their unborn child's heart, as well as training healthcare professionals of what to look for at that 20-week checkup when they're checking the heart um, so that if anything is abnormal or not right, that they could pick it up early and address it because we all know that the heart is a very important organ in the body and it pumps Blood and in the blood there's oxygen, and the oxygen goes to the brain. And when that is not done properly, what happens is that you have a lack of flow of oxygen, which can cause brain damage and so with early detection what you're doing is preventing the loss of a child or giving a child an opportunity to have a normal life. So with tiny tickers, um, you know providing this information to um, these healthcare professionals and educating parents who go to those checkups about the type of questions to ask and in these even that um, their child has a heart defect, they support them with um, information uh, to be able to attend to their child and take care of their child so that their child could have a healthy life. There's also this machine, um, they've put it in about 70 hospitals throughout England, And what it does is measure the oxygen level um, in a newborn. And the the purpose of distributing this machine is to ensure that before a child leaves the hospital, their heart is pumping enough blood through all the different regions of their body. Their oxygen is being transported to different parts of their body. And it's a very simple machine. It's not harmful. Um, I think you could put it under the the wrist, the wrist ankle, you know, different places that um, it's not going to affect a child. It's a very, very simple and easy test. And um, yes, it's called a pulse oximetry. And oxy, they meaning oxygen, metric meaning meter, measurement. So all it does, it just measures the concentration of oxygen um, within the um, child's body. And it's simple, it's unharmful, and it saves lives. Um, it detects potential heart conditions. So here are the statistics um, that we have, a 1,000 children going home um, with undetected heart conditions. We also have one in 25 babies um, being born in the UK, having a heart defect. 3,000 babies under one year old has had some type of heart surgery. So this charity is really, really warranted with those types of data. And, um you know, if we could spare a parent or a child or give a child equality of life without having to um go home with their parent and not knowing these conditions exist, if we could do that for a child with those simple. With a simple thing like a pulse oximetry and um, the free training that is given to those healthcare professions that do the sonograms, um, I just think it's dynamic because, you know, what you t- you know, to take a bundle of joy home and knowing that everything is well. And if there's something that's not well, it could be addressed and it's not life-threatening. It's just fabulous. So um, if you do want to support, there are many ways that you can support Tiny tickers, um, you could go to their website and you will see ways in which that you can support them and um, get more machines out in hospitals and get more training out there um, so that um, we can have healthy babies and um, babies that are living productive lives. Denise, um, do you want to take on Global Wellness? Yes. Yeah, so, um, Global Wellness
1: is an organization that actually goes into different countries or different communities and help people um, to take charge of their well-being. This company, I'm not quite sure when it all got started, but I know there's a lot yes. of celebrities. I, I think
0: it's in 2012. 2012. Okay. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I-
1: couldn't really find the date but i know Mm -hmm. a lot of celebrities have taken part um in this global wellness day initiative where they go in different countries and they actually do community things Mm -hmm. like for instance in some countries that they go they might help kids in one report i read where they actually comb through children's hair Mm -hmm. to remove lice from it and they'll also maybe T- volunteer and teach a yoga class mm-hmm. or they'll get a weight watchers program started to help people uh eat healthier and if they're if they want to lose a bit of weight you know teach them the proper way of um of losing of losing weight mm-hmm. they also teach them encourage them to do exercise which mm-hmm. you know we all know that's not just good for the body but it's mm-hmm. also good for the mental health. And so, what they're trying to do is create um, a sense of positivity mm-hmm. in the different communities mm-hmm. that they go to. And I think so far they have um, reached more than 7,000 locations in 150 countries across six continents. Mm-hmm which I think that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So they have, you know, they're, they're, they're bringing awareness to a lot of people mm-hmm. and they're telling them that you need to take some personal time for you, for mm-hmm. your own well-being. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, when you feel healthy, not just on the outside, but mm-hmm. on the inside, it mm-hmm. makes you not just a better person to your own family, Mm -hmm. but to your community. Mm -hmm. And eventually as a nation, Mm -hmm. you do feel better. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of um, high profile celebrities um, that have actually gone out and voluntarily um, taken part in a lot of the community activities. And they've helped not just adults, but also children in in different parts of the world. They were saying that in in uh, Myanmar is one place that they went, and they said, you know, that's considered like no man's island. And they were able to, you know, have a little community program there for kids where kids took part, and they um, just teach them how to do some, some things for themselves mm-hmm. and to make sure that they're getting... The type of uh, introducing them Mm -hmm. to things that can prevent illnesses further down the line. Because let's face it, if you maintain a healthy lifestyle Mm -hmm. or if you pay attention to what's going on in your body, then chances are you will be a healthier person and you can save yourself a lot of headaches Mm -hmm. um, later on. Mm -hmm. So, from exercising, to eating healthy, to making sure kids get check up, um, checking their hair to make sure that there's no lice or anything in it, making sure they get introduced to dentists and all of that. I think it's pretty awesome that they're doing this. And as I say, more and more countries are taking part. They've got countries um, now that are trying to get included, such as China, mm-hmm. Peru, Kenya, Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. All of these countries, everyone now wants to be a part of this. And mm-hmm. um, Health Day is, um, they're actually putting an official date on the calendar mm-hmm. um, that they're calling Health Health Day. Because mm-hmm. as they, as they say, you know, on the calendar we have a date for everything. But there is no mm-hmm. date for Health Day. And so... I think they've designated June 13th as Global Wellness Day. And the next one will be in, I guess, in 2020. They will have a Global Wellness Day where, I get within your community, if you want to do something, you can go out there and start a group, exercise group, yoga group. Um, if you... Um, healthy eating group just do something and just be a part of this um global wellness uh global wellness day that's being celebrated now all over the world and we may not be able to invite a big celebrity but i think each of us can actually play a part by doing something within Mm -hmm. our own community to celebrate this day because after all We've only got one human body, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we need to make sure we take care of that. Mm -hmm. And so if you would like to know more about this um, Global Wellness Day, they do have a website. It's globalwellnessday.org. Globalwellnessday.org. You will get testimonials on people from all over the world that have taken part and, mm-hmm. and that have benefited from from this. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, you can perhaps do one of your own next year on June 13th when the next Global Wellness Day is supported. And so that's basically all there is on that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Uh, and I could see why Oprah and Gail, um, at one point, they were celebrating Global Wellness Day. And um, I know Oprah is big on self-reflection and taking time out um, for yourself. And um, that's pretty much that. Take your time out I wasn't going to mention
1: their name because I didn't want to scare people off. <laughs>
0: Well, a know, lot of big
1: celebrities yes. and, you know, uh-huh. well, everybody, loves every,
0: everybody, whether you're big or small, yeah. uh, whoever you are, um, and these celebrities they have a lot of responsibility. <laughs> so if anybody needs a global wellness day, it's them. <laughs> And us, too. But um, the I bigger think, yeah, you get is the more responsibility and the more stress. So you definitely need. And if they're doing it, it means that um, it's vital. Yeah. Um, yes.
1: I know myself, when mm-hmm. I go to the gym, how great I feel after. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I can challenge and take on the world.
2: Mm-hmm. So That's
1: I know, you know, personally, that exercise is, is, is it's a good thing. It's a great thing. You mm-hmm. do feel better. And, you know, if you... Take just little precautions that what they say, just like they used to say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Mm -hmm. Exercising a few times a week can Mm -hmm. actually do that too. Mm -hmm. lowers your stress level. It Mm -hmm. lowers, you know, gets your heart rate Mm -hmm. to the right level. Mm It lowers blood pressure. There's all kinds of good things, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, I'm happy Mm -hmm. that they know how now have a global wellness day so that people are paying attention
0: Mm -hmm. to themselves. Yeah. So, yes, so that's it. And next time we will shine a light on the other organizations because I feel like all of these are grassroots um, movements and um, they're reaching out to the average person. I feel like they're deserving of this time and letting people know about them and the people who can help and support um, to let them know these organizations need their help in whatever way they can. And um, these are not organizations with big donors. They're just grassroots organizations. And um, it's good that they've been chosen to... Um, shine a light on by the Sussexes and um, it's just beautiful. It's really fabulous. So Dennis on that note,
1: we'll say adieu until we meet again.
0: All right.
1: Bye listeners.